Hey guys, thanks for tuning in today. We have a really special guest, Haley Littman, president owner of Littman Talent Group, where she has offices in Los Angeles, Atlanta, clients in New York. She is just growing, growing, growing. And what you're going to hear today is a discussion about agents, their jobs, her view, her pet peeves, everything there is to know about, uh, for the new actors out there who are listening, about what agent life is all about, and really the communication that's necessary with actors and their agents. So without further ado, let us welcome Ms. Haley Littman. Hi. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm so good. And I'm so grateful that you're doing this as we as we maneuver through our oh. 2020 of COVID and, and keeping a good positive outlook on everything with hope. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. It's, it's going to be a fun time together. And I know yes. we will always enlighten everyone. Yes, I do. I want everyone to feel enlightened because I, I don't want actors to feel like there's like there's actors stay with actors. And then there's a weird, you know, communication with their agents and their managers. And so no. too, we're going to represent the agent. Yes. So we're just people. We're just yeah. people. We don't like, I mean, yes, there are some agents that have this hierarchy and this attitude, but bottom line, we aren't working without you, the actor. So we're all in this together. It's a team. So how did you get the agent bug? Were you an actress? Were you a manager? <laughs> no. Were you a player? Your deal? D, none of the above. Okay, so um, as a kid, always wanted, sort of always wanted to be an actor, but like I lived in New York, New Jersey area. My parents were like super conservative. They're like, absolutely no way you're going to follow the path of college and business and stuff like that. So I did such and I graduated college and I moved to Manhattan and I worked ultimately on a TV show behind the scenes, behind the camera. And I loved it. It was from Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. And, but then I know Robin Leach. Oh <laughs> um, but then kind of life got in the way and I got married and had kids. And, but I knew I loved the entertainment industry. And then 10 years ago, we were still living on the East Coast. 10 years ago, my husband's company asked if we would move out to the West Coast um, and at that time I, we, we did, and my kids were older and I knew I wanted to get back into the industry and had no idea really what I wanted to do. I knew production wouldn't really be my niche because it was so demanding. Yes. Um, and then kind of started thinking about casting, sent some emails and, and, um, cover letters to just names that sounded pretty to me. And, you know, like <laughs> Sheila Jaffe didn't do any research Clearly, I didn't hear from anybody. And then somebody mentioned agenting. Um, and I just started interning because I knew nobody was going to pay me because I had no idea what I was doing. Uh -huh. And it just kind of came really natural. It was, it's really just um, having good communication, having a good eye. It's fun. As long as you don't take it too seriously, it's fun and it just – fit everything that I wanted to do with my career. And it's been, I opened Littman seven years ago and it's been amazing. Is that all you've been an agent for? That's all I've been an agent for. Yeah. Jesus. That's crazy. I, I know. So much longer. That's I know. Yeah. So what, is it, what would your, what would you tell actors listening a day in the life of an agent? So you became an agent. Obviously you liked it, but you're making deals. It's negotiating. It's handling. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, what is it? So tell us like three elements of the day in the life. Um, I think it would be 
it, obviously it's doing submissions. It's obviously looking at the projects and the submissions that are being released. And when you're doing a submission, it's not only who I think is right for the part, but it's also who casting mm -hmm. thinks is right. So it's like you, you kind of have to do a breakdown twice, once oh. from your eyes and once from casting's eyes, because sometimes I may see a client one way, but casting has always booked them another way. So I have to kind of alter my vision as to how casting sees this person and make sure that I'm not missing out on an opportunity for them. Some people don't even know what a submission is. So what happens in the first process? Okay. So on Actress Access, casting directors release projects that they're working on, be it episodics, be it features, be it new media, and they're looking to um, cast the project, the episode, the, the, the feature, whatever it is, and they'll release the breakdown spe specifying what they're looking for, each role. But only they release it to agents who have- Correct. Yes. Agents and managers who have um, actors access accounts. Now there is, there is another side to it that I know actors can submit themselves to. And I think that's called the actor's access side where agents and managers is called the breakdown side of it. Uh -huh. So sometimes uh -huh. casting directors release roles specifically to actors. Mm -hmm. And usually we get a different kind of project, a different kind, you know, more... Sometimes they release great projects directly to actors, but a lot of times they're smaller projects where yeah, what they're releasing to agents and managers are the bigger things. Right. Um, so you, can so, you get I'm sorry? a submission, you get the submission, a breakdown yep. is sent to you, and then yep. you... I submit my clients who I think are right for it. I'm, you know, usually I've... It, there's a hierarchy per se. If it's a guest star recurring or if it's a series regular role, I'm not going to submit the clients that are lighter on their resumes or are, unless they're really specific to the role um, okay. or unless they're a child. So there's definitely, you know, you, you have a name and a reputation to hold up Mm -hmm. to casting as well because my whole I've always been a nitpicker on that you need clean submissions when I'm submitting to casting I really want my the, the submissions to be clean and on spot and on par so okay. I'm not submitting 30 people to a role I'm submitting three I'm submitting two I'm submitting five whatever that I think are the best suited for it and do you think outside the box? Do you see a breakdown in one way, but you submit an outside sort of uh, physical choice for that Absolutely. role? Absolutely. Like a lot of theatrical is, is your, your idea of yeah. as to how you see it. And mm -hmm. if you see it a certain way, sure, you can follow the rules as to how casting has laid it out. But a lot of times it's to be creative yourself. That's the creative part of being an agent is that, you know, if you have a vision that it could be somebody else outside the box, then of course you're going to try, you know, to pitch, to, to submit your clients so that casting could be like, Oh, I never thought of that. And then, you know, see where it goes from there.
Yeah. And so after you do electronic submit, so you get an email, everything these days is so, there's so much less physical communication and, you know, especially now, which was going this way before COVID. So do you pick up the phone? Do you pitch? Do you sway? Are you that kind of agent who does that? Are you just submit and see where it falls? Um, it really depends. It really, like, I'm not the kind of agent that begs, pleads, like, casting, please, you have to see this person, or, you know, like, the, the pulling down, like, begging kind of thing. So if it's a, I'll always add a submission note to the mm-hmm. breakdown. Right. And I know that casting is always looking at my breakdown. So if it's somebody that's so spot on, that it, I can see it. I, you know, they, they know the director or they play this role before and the auditions come out and they don't get it. Then of course I'm going to be all over them nicely just saying, right. Hey, you know, they're, they're, it's, can we get a soft tape for this guy? You know, this person, like they would be great for it. And nine out of 10 times they're open to it, but I don't believe in like unsolicited auditions at all. Like I won't, I won't just have my actors tape just for the sake of it, because I think they're right for it and then send it to casting. I'll make so sure casting like, really will take it. You're more like how I teach all my actors to be sort of courteously aggressive, not definitely, not exactly. Be just confident yeah. in of who your clients are. How do you think that you built your relationship with all the casting directors? Because I think it goes agent to casting directors, executive producers and up the line. But Sometimes, you know, agents will just go directly to their source, but let's just stay on the fact of casting directors put out their submissions and you have to have a relationship with these people in order for them to trust you. So how do you build that that trust with casting? Um, I think that it's having actors who are professional, who know exactly what's needed, wanted, expected when they go in the room, not being that needy, grabby, you know, God, I need to get this job because I need to pay rent. Just kind of having that space and aura about them that, Mm -hmm. hey, I'm going to do my part of it. And if you like it, great. And if not, then it's all good kind of thing. So, you know, maybe that same kind of karma I have with casting that like, I'm not the needy grabby. I will give them what they want. If they email a casting emails me, doesn't matter what day, what time, what I'm there and I'm responding back to them. So it's, um, I always say it's care and consideration. The mm. actors give it to me, the care and consideration by not calling me or emailing or texting me all the time saying, Oh, this, I would be great for this or that. Um, you know, they know, and they trust me that I'm on it and that I want them to be working and, you know, and, and auditioning. Yes. And then I take that care and consideration to casting. So, so I'm not badgering them 24 seven. If I email them, it's for a reason. And when they email me back, I'm there giving them whatever it is that they're looking for. So you built your trust on by being um, efficient and there when they need you, servicing what their needs are and having people to fulfill their needs. Absolutely. It's personal communication. It's no attitude. It's no, you know, it's everyone's in it together. It's true. But don't you think an agent is in sales? You are doing sales. I am doing sales, but it's like, I take it. I'm, I don't want to be on that hamster wheel of always trying to like beat out everybody or, you know, like I am in my own way, but it's, it's, I'm not trying to 
keeping up with the Joneses. Like I, I kind of have just, I, I take it like, I don't take it too seriously. Of course they're my clients and my clients careers and I want everything for them, but I don't overthink everything, you know? I and if it, what you mean to say is you don't take it personally because I think you take your job seriously. Because of course. I mean, look, you always take it personal because this is your business and this is your, you know, you love it and you, it's your reputation at stake and, and you work hard and tirelessly for it, but it's not, you know, and so with that, your reputation, you're working really hard and you want all the great clients to come to you at, for the bookings and all of that. But it's more about at the end of the day, you know, are you happy with how you've done your day and, yeah. and have you worked everything you can for your client's sake? And, right. you know, I, I, I take it like I just, um, yeah. And that's the way that I can keep it balanced and still be successful, but then have it fun and lighthearted too. Which is so important for all actors too. Any artist, you have to have balance. You have to have your determination and your passion, but you have to have a full fun life uh, aside from the dreams. Do you know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Positively. Oh, it, wow. It's yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you know, I think that people, a lot, a lot of, agents take agenting and it defines who they are mm -hmm. and you know and they forget they're a person and they forget that whole interpersonal um trust and communication that's why your client came to you because not only do you have a good reputation and that you're a good agent but they like you as a person yeah. and i think like that's really like to keep that personal touch is what makes I think and it, it, it tolerable every day yeah. and fun. Yeah. What is it that what, when an actor would submit to you or suppose mm -hmm. that they came to you and you were having an interview with them, what is that quality? What is that thing that makes you go, yes, that person, I want to work for that person. I think them knowing who they are, mm -hmm. you know, not as, as a person, but also as an actor. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I think that it, there's an acting ego that sometimes, you know, the way you look, the way that you, you present yourself, your essence, your aura, your authenticity, how do you combine that with a character? And once you have all of that together and mold it to fit something, then that's when you have a, like a character that you really can resonate with. And I think as an agent, I'm looking for that person, that client, who really knows that and who embraces it and um, has all the tools and materials and confidence to be that character and that person. I think you're basically saying confidence and empowerment of who you are and knowing yourself inside and out. And so you're feeling that they're coming from a strong, confident place that makes you feel strong and confident to pitch them. To Absolutely. Absolutely, because I yeah. know that they will knock it out that they're that best version of whatever that character is. And they're not fighting it. Yeah. What defines you? How are you different from other agents? We were discussing it a little bit earlier, but I wanted you to share it. What makes Haley 
<laughs> something so different? What's your What's your outlook? What's your take? That's a good question. I, you know what? Sometimes I question that myself. I'm me. <laughs> you know what? When I first started, I mentored with an agent, and she just said to me, "Just be yourself. Just yeah. don't try to be a suit. Don't try to be this impressive. You know, yeah. Holly. Not." Not, not impressive, but don't try to impress people. Just be right. who you are and people right. will love you kind of thing. Right. Right. So it's, you know, I, I think it's obviously taking it seriously. I'm understanding casting's role and actor. Everybody has a place within the industry and you're, you know, you just have to be the best that you can be as an agent, as well as an actor has to be the best that they can be. So just, I, I think just having a, a refreshing outlook. Like I love what I do. I'm not burnt out from it. I've, I'm doing this for my clients, not for me. Yeah. Yeah. Initially, like I thought it would be that I wanted to do Litman and grow it and build it to all these different offices and agencies, which I have, but it's, I realize it's not for Litman to become the top boutique agency. If it happens, that's great, but it's more about my the platform for my clients to get my clients recognized, to get my clients series regs and, and having them succeed. That's what, yeah. that's what satisfies me. Not necessarily clout of Littman. Well, that's, that's just the, an aftermath of it. So you're in the give and when you're in the give, it comes back anyway. 1000%. So that's uh, elation for you. Do you get caught up when your client gets very close to uh, maybe a test deal and then they don't get it? Do you, do you go on the wave with them? Are you heartbroken? <sighs> Or do you Heck yes. help them? But do you Heck help yes. them rise up and, and analyze the situation or move well, you, you know, I think it depends on if they want me to. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm always there and, and I think they know that. It depends on how much they want to share with me, on yeah. uh, how much they want me to be their therapist, their, you know, their cheerleader. I'm always their cheerleader because that's what Cheerful makes person. That, Right. I mean, that's just what makes me happy happy to be an agent because I want, I want to see them succeed. Like from the audition to the callback to their chemistry read to the booking, like that's all part of me saying like, I, you know, go for it. This is what you're supposed to be doing. I'm so proud of you. So I'm, um, yeah, I'm, I'm always, it's, if there's a big win, we're going out for a drink, all of us to celebrate. Like if there, you know, we're, we're, it's a part of a family, it's part of yeah. a team. Mm -hmm. And if you don't share that, you, you're missing out on the greatest um, ride ever with, so with you're an actor. You're a very supportive agent who, you know, takes the ride for the good, the bad, you know, the highs <laughs> and the lows and, and doesn't decide I'm going to drop this actor if they don't book in three months. No, no. No, absolutely not. I'm there for the long haul. I hate dropping clients unless they did something really terrible uh -huh. or like, you know, or I feel as though I can't, you know, have tried so hard and I can't get any bite, then there might be a better agency out there. But it right. always breaks my heart either which way when I have to cut the ties or they cut the ties with me. It's, it's always yeah. like a breakup. Yeah, it's painful. Yeah. What can yeah. you do? Emotionally, how do you work through that? Like, physicalize it. Do you exercise like actors? Because we're all one. The artist, you know, this, this 
world of acting is a small, small world and we're all human in it. So I know yeah. actors we physicalize and we exercise. What Absolutely. Do you take a hike? What do you do? Yeah, I love to hike or walk my dogs or just sometimes just like meditate or have peace and quiet or sit outside and just kind of just just decompress. I mean, I yeah. think as weird as it sounds like COVID, as horrible as it is and was kind of made me take a few steps back and, and really reassess everything and make the changes that I've, you know, wanted to do that I just never had time to do. So, you know, sometimes just silence and just taking some time to reconnect is the best therapy and the best medicine. You actually do sound like a little bit of a, the company is like a, a management a little bit because a lot of agencies don't have the time. Yeah. Like yeah. Or um, really just stay really in the connection with your clients. I, you know, that's the only way to, you know, to, I, I don't know. I don't understand how agencies can, and I guess the larger the agency, the less time you have to build the connection or to continue and maintain the connection. But it's, these are, these are, actors are, are people that are entrusting you with their career. So it's not something like that I take lightly. Like it's a serious, you know, and, and it, I'm proud of the success that Littman has had, but then I don't, you know, I, I take it as it's just hard work, a good eye and passion for what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any um, pet peeves that your clients do that you'd like to share? So if people were to ever have a meeting with you, they wouldn't yeah. do? Perhaps? Um, I think that probably the biggest pet peeve is when I first start off with a client, you know, of them, I, and I understand there's always... A, a a trial period per se of uh, uh -huh. you know hey I just saw that you know I've, well I'll, I'll, I'll let me go two steps back the first whenever I'm talking to anybody or offer them representation I will always say don't call me like no offense I'd love to talk to you after hours but during the day I am glued into that computer and I am not good multitasker right. so. I need my concentration on that computer, on the submissions, on emails with casting, whatever it is. And then if somebody calls me, it's over and I have to start all over again. Uh -huh. So text me or email me if you have some burning question and I'll get back to you. But then right. when they still call me, then uh -huh. you know, I'm like, okay, you're not following instructions, not really a good way to start, but mm -hmm. okay, I'll keep telling you over and over again. Um, so that's really the first thing. And the second so thing listen, is like listen to what your needs are and work start the teamwork in a in a open fashion to what your needs are as well as their needs are. Exactly. Yes. Of course, I'm okay. going to answer you back. Yes. Of course, I'm going to I'm going to do. You know, obviously, I want this to work. I wouldn't have signed you if I didn't believe in you, and I didn't want you to, to succeed. But just understand my rules and how I work. And, and just respect that. It's a care and consideration thing. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you can send me some emails saying, you know, initially, this fits my bill, or I just saw this breakdown, or, you know, I have friends who are, are going out for an audition, and I, I you know, want to go out for this too. Like, um, initially, that's fine. But then you trust me that I'm doing my work. Trust me. You don't have to micromanage me, really, is how it feels and what I don't want my clients to do. Yeah, so that's a good one, micromanaging. Yeah. 
mentioned just a second prior that COVID allows you to take a step back and to make some changes. Can you discuss what that was that you've changed for yourself or for the company? Yeah. I mean, I think it was more about, I was on the track of growing offices and getting, you know, and I still have my Atlanta office and I have New York clients, but like bigger and better and lots more divisions and more agents. And, um, and I found that I was so busy managing the quote unquote business uh-huh. that I lost my passion for mm. agenting mm. and it wasn't, it, it wasn't worth it for me because Litman is my passion and my love and my baby. And mm-hmm. I don't ever want to not agent. I don't want to be managing the business. I want to be knee deep with my clients Yes. having this ride with them. So I kind of pulled back and okay. I just was like, I can do this myself. I can, and I would rather do it myself and do it my way. And so that's kind of what I did. And I'm oh, so and happy it, about it. Oh, I'm so happy for yeah. you. Because yeah. you know, to, to honor your authentic self and your own Definitely. needs, and you can't compare to anybody else's you know, vision of what they want. What works best for you is what's best for you. And at the end of the day, what's the most important thing? You be happy. Happy. Absolutely. Happy. Absolutely. Happiness yeah. is key. And knowing that you're giving everything to your clients and not being, you know, I found myself, you know, being short with my clients or rushing through the breakdowns and not really giving mm. the best of me. And right. I know when the best of me is there. Totally hear you. I totally yeah. hear you. And I think a lot of people would be interested in having you as their agent because of the, the, the very uh, communicative things that you're saying. So if an actor, what, what's some advice? First, I want to ask what advice you would give to new actors. And then I want to talk about how they could submit to you or if yeah. they should even bother to submit. Okay. Okay. So, you know, the advice to the, the advice to a new actor is just believe in yourself. Like you're, you're choosing a hard path, but you know, as an artist, it's the path that fits you and that you can't give up. And for that, like, I applaud you for continuing with it and not giving up on your passion or your dream. And the, you know, is to just continue your training really try to hone in on your, your wheelhouse initially, at least to start, you know, if, if it's drama, if it's comedy, if it's character, whatever, you know, sometimes you just have to, if, if you're just starting out, let others ca- figure out really who, who you are really when it comes to the acting world and just run with it. If it's a specific type, if you're more blue collar, white collar, character, comedy, drama, whatever it is, and then at least you can get into the rooms being that type. And then eventually you can expand it. You could grow, you could show casting that they'll trust you at that point to try something totally different and give you that opportunity. Interesting. Cause I'm all about the training and to expand Definitely. to really understand uh, the story and how to apply your personalization and your imagination and not really hone yourself into, you know, a specific hole of a type, because I think that's very limiting when you don't even know what that type is yet, that you can really just, ex- you know, storytell with your own personality and see, how wide your range can really be. Now, I think some actors play one thing really well. 
Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, what's her name? Oh my God, I'm blanking on her name from Friends, Phoebe from Friends. And uh-huh. she just does it really well. And for some people, that's your money and you should run with it. But I think yep. the exploration of the training, and I know I'm pulling the conversation, but I'm so passionate about that part. Yeah. I think it, it seems like, and I don't know if it, this is kind of a disagreement, but maybe this is a conversation. But I think that when people say, oh, no, your type, then I think it boxes people before they even explore. That's it's just- a marketing tool. Yeah. See, if, if you don't, like, of course, 1,000% training is key, essential, the, the, one of the most, if not the most important thing for an actor because you have to be able to pull out all these different emotions and characters and vulnerability that yeah. isn't out in, in, in surface. It, it's deep down inside of you. So the, the, acting, co- the acting, acting coach has to teach you how to get that and how to pull that quickly. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to an agent, we're looking at, at not only as sales, but as marketing. So when we're seeing people who, actors who are coming in, we're, I hate to say judging, but we're sort of judging as yeah. to how you fit into this, this, into this um, population of, of these actors, because mm-hmm. we know what casting is looking for. And, you know, from looking at, from being on breakdowns and seeing what's being released. And so where do you fit in that? Or how can we try to mold you to be, mm-hmm. to fit the needs of casting? Mm-hmm. Supply and demand. I hate to say it, but that's, you know. I 100% hear you. What if you met an actor and you just, oh my God, they're just energy wise, spirituality wise, yeah. just a big connection, but you had someone who was very similar. Would you take on that person or would you just say, I can't do it? Um, wow. It really, I guess, depends <laughs> upon if I, if I love somebody and I connect to somebody, I will fight to have them on. I will try to find a way to yeah. make them fit on my roster. I kind of take my roster as a big jigsaw puzzle mm-hmm. and every client is a piece to fit the yeah. whole completion. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, uh, you, you have to have some conflicts mm-hmm. when you have clients who are working. I have a girl who's working in Series Reg in, in um, Vancouver. And so I need somebody to replace her for the time being. So there's always going to be, if one actor is working, you need to have somebody else to fill in. And hopefully there's a little bit, obviously everyone's personality is different. So, you know, you try to find their true authentic self to see really where they could fit within a breakdown and a character and a role. And hopefully it wouldn't be too conflicting, even though appearance wise, maybe it is, but then, you know, the strengths of one are not the strengths of another. Mm-hmm. So everyone's different. So you can Although, just take that chance to leap of faith because 1000%. If you have that gut instinct, so much of it is a gut instinct. If you have that gut instinct that this person is really special and that you, you feel, you know, it, it's not only it's, is it talent, but it's also these, this actor's aura, you know, when they walk, because you're trusting them when they walk into a room, because they're not only representing themselves, they're representing Lippman. So um, when they're walking into a casting room, you know that their energy is going to 
overfill and, and go into casting that casting's going to love them. Mm-hmm. Where if it's, you know, an energy you're not really sure about, you know, do you really want that part of your team? Yes. I totally understand. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, as cut and dry sort of as Asian team is, there's still a little bit of that spirituality and connection. And, um, you know, you have to be able to read people and, and trust people and have that good gut intuition, intuition about people. How do you feel when actors, like they do a great audition and they're done and then they call you saying it went great and then they get terrible feedback and or... <laughs> They call you complaining, oh my God, I, I did this, I did that, I did that. Doesn't that deplete your trust in sending them for further auditions? Because I always for, for sure. tell your agent anything negative or just say for you sure. did good and that's it. What do you For think? sure. Yeah. I mean, because you, you have to have the trust and the confidence in your actor that they're doing everything in the room that you know that they can and should be doing. So when you hear... I mean, you know, of course, an act, being an actor, I mean, is one of, I think, if not the hardest profession yes. out there because yeah. you're constantly, you know, hearing no's, you're constantly, you're putting yourself out there 24 yes. seven. Yes. So, I mean, and I, I, I give actors up. That's why I love agenting because I love actors. Mm-hmm. I understand their passion and their determination to really make it happen. So the self-doubt is always going to happen. And if they have to vent to me, I, I want to hear it, but I don't want to hear it constantly because then I'm going to put that self-doubt in me too. Yes. I, yes. I believe in them. If I didn't believe in them, I wouldn't have put them on my roster. I no, wouldn't be, you know, so you have to, if, if you're, constantly doubting yourself after you do an audition or then then as an actor you need to take a few steps back and say why am I self-sabotaging everything that I'm doing and then try to work that out yourself right because if they're communicating self-doubt to you that's going to put them lower on that roster for the pitch and they think that they're you know releasing inventing and communicating with you but it's very important and I'm sure you agree not to do that tell it to your dog tell it to your husband your absolutely And look, look, I, you know, sometimes, and I love this about self tapes because I've always said, like, I wish I could be a fly on the wall in these casting offices because I would love to see not only how my actors are doing, but how every actors are, you know, doing and reading and what casting is looking for. So the beauty of these self taped auditions is that. I get to see them. And hopefully, you know, I tell my clients, send them to me early because I would love to see them. And if there's any redirection, I would love to try to give them to you because you're not getting any redirection. Once you send it to casting, you're done. So, you know, and I'm no teacher by any means. I've always said like, I'm not an acting coach. I'm not an actor, but I know as a viewer, I know that in the first 10 seconds of a tape, I know if I want to keep watching it or not. So that's really, you know, important. And I love giving that to my actors. Yeah, but that makes you have that creative process as well. Definitely. And that's a winning moment to pull us into that world. That's the actor's job is to pull you in in the first mm-hmm. 10, 15 seconds and drop into their, you know, exactly. into that world. Exactly. So you young actors out there or even, you know, 
any actor out there, how do they reach you? How can they contact you? Do you take just offhanded submissions? Does it have to come through like a studio like mine to get recommended? How does it work? I mean, I, I think it's also, you know, it's so much of it is on on my roster, what I'm looking for. I clearly don't want to have, you know, so much competition or conflicts on it. So that's probably A, but you wouldn't know as an actor what I'm looking for, what I'm not looking for. Right. Um, your training, you know, of course, referrals is always going to take top priority for me because I know the person who has sent them over to me or the, the acting coach who has sent them or whoever right. it is. So, so that always helps. But if it's just a blind submission, then just make sure you have everything that makes me initially understand who you are. Your actor's access link, self-taped auditions for me is so much more important than a reel. Um, I, for, for adults, I really only take SAG eligible or higher or SAG. So I'm, I don't, because I don't submit on any non-union projects right. for theatrical, for TV and film. So I know that's a glitch because a lot of kids coming out of college don't, you know, are non-union or, you know, they're trying to get into it. But I, there are so many agencies out there. There are agencies that are known for that, who right. take the developmental straight out of, you know, be it Juilliard or Pace or wherever it is, and they work on developing. I'm, unfortunately, I've tried it so many times and it's just not my niche. The casting so, sees so me as something different. If you found somebody that was at the showcase at Juilliard and you really loved them and yeah. they, didn't, they weren't, you would just say no or you would try? I would try. I would, I would try. I would do everything in, I, in my power, in my, you know. You in their work. Yeah, I just, you know, there are some some that I will, you know, I will stand on my head and submit and pitch an email. And yeah. then sometimes I've just known from experience, it's yeah. just never really been successful for me. Those, those actors who are successful on Littman's roster are those that have credits who come. But again, if there's some like needle in the haystack that really, wow, then of course I'm, I, I believe in actors. I want everybody to succeed. I just can't represent everybody. So, yes. um, you know, I wish I could, but so it's, it's just... so, they, so basically through an email, if they found your email, that they're yep. cake better be freaking good, they're reels, whatever yep. it is. And how do you feel, segueing, how do you feel about that, uh, you know, your reels on Actors Access, your tapes? Should it be one minute of each? Should it be five minutes altogether? Should it be separate clips? What's, you, what's your opinion on that? My preference, I mean, I, I know everybody has different preferences. My preference is to have, if you have enough content material, a minute speed reel of drama, a minute speed reel of comedy, and then a longer four or five minutes full demo reel. I'm wow. not a huge fan of clips, just because unless the clips are really um, detailed, specific, for for me so that I I'll know exactly I have clients with like 20 clips up but like they have to tell me what roles they are like it was lawyer scene you know whatever a scene from NCIS playing cop or whatever it is then that helps attaching it to a submission but yeah. sometimes just having that minute minute and a half speed wheel of drama just kind of combines it all together into a pretty package for casting Okay, so you're saying for their actors access to have a minute or two minutes of each, yeah. a drama yep. and a comedy. Yep, and then if they want to do a complete speed reel, a, a complete reel, then they can do that too, a four or five minute. 
of everything combined in a little bit longer scenes. So what would you tell everybody? We're almost going to be closing out on this wonderful conversation, but what would you tell actors that they need for their package? Get, tell them right now what it is, please. If you're sending a letter requesting more information from an agent, the best thing for you to do is to send your, make sure your tools and materials are up to date. Make sure your headshots are not two, three years old. Make sure you look like the headshot that you are sending to your agent, to the agent that you want to be working with. Make sure your reel is updated and good and, and significant. So you want to send not 8,000 attachments mm -hmm. to, a, to an agent. You want to send a link to your actor's access. You want to send self-taped auditions that, that do not need to be downloaded, that may be in a Google file or Vimeo that we can just watch because we have so many tapes to upload and download onto our computer. We don't want to have to wait for a WeTransfer file to download, yeah. to watch it. Yeah. We just want immediate. Okay. So send us self-taped auditions that are really good, that you're really proud of. And, you know, I think to me, that's, I want the real, I want your actor's access link, and I want self-taped auditions. And, and maybe people who you know, casting, I always ask about yeah. like casting director relationships that mm -hmm. always, you know, because it's not only who I know, it's who you know too, who knows you, who calls you in regularly, because once that synergy is combined, then that's when, you know, things just happen quickly. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So yeah. are things coming back? Because I have a lot of people that I know that are executive producing shows that are actually coming back. So we Yay. have a positive energy flow coming. Tell us. Yes. Thank goodness. Yes. I mean, it started like I, last week. Yeah. I, had, I had a client who was on the Tyler Perry's, you know, first production back in in Atlanta. And, you know, so that was the beginning of it. And, you know, his whole protocols and I'm so proud of production following everything and yeah. the intrinsic plan that they're doing. But I, uh, it, every day it's more and more exciting because you see new episodics coming back and you see features coming back. Last week was really busy. So vacation is over and now it's time to work and I can't and wait. You, yeah. I think that everyone is so ready and all my friends that are executive producing shows, they're so psyched to be working again. Yeah. It's, you know, we all want to work. Everybody, <laughs> it's not separate. And I feel like, the good silver lining of this, and it's brought casting and agents and managers and executives and writers, I, it's brought them more together. It's Definitely. brought them more in, in trust and like and respect for one another and that everyone can see how it's the circle of life of the industry yeah. life. Yeah. 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 And I think it's rekindled the yeah. passion, the love that we yeah. have for this. And we just want to make ourselves better. I think yeah. that's but, really... Yeah. Yeah, and, and so it, I, I just feel like everyone is, is coming back refreshed and everyone's coming back hungry and on their game. I'm so proud of the actors who have been doing their Zoom trainings and classes. And, you know, I mean, they're just, they're just keeping up with their craft, which is so amazing. And I know that, you know, it just, it's, it's going to be fruitful for everyone once we start really picking up. Absolutely. And we're, you know, this is going to be this way for a while, but we're, production is learning. So guys, yeah. I hope you're all smiling and feeling a sparkle in your hearts because it's happening. We're coming, Yay. We're coming back.
Haley, thank you so much for coming on today. So much fun. Doing your knowledge. I'm sure everyone's going to love it. And um, guys, stay out there, stay courteously aggressive, and keep going for your dreams because you have the ability to make it happen. happen. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.